Welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast for August the 31st, 2022, the last day of August. And in this last day of August, we're going to start the meteorological fall starting on September 1st tomorrow. Uh, this represents a turning of pages here. Please be sure to subscribe to the Weather Guru Podcast and Videocast for the latest podcast. I thank you for your support. And just want to mention that I thank you for all your support. Now, we're going to continue here, courtesy of PivotalWeather.com, looking at the overall satellite radar and composite. Then we'll get into the tropics, and that's going to be the main portion of today's summary. So right now we are in the start of meteorological fall, as I said, tomorrow, September 1st. And we have a typical weather pattern of a kind of a, it's going to switch to more of a zonal flow here, west to east flow here. Um, but that means that the heat will continue to build in the northeast and southeast, but it won't be as hot as it has been the last two, three weeks that we've had these heat waves. So high pressure remains firmly in control in the Ohio Valley through the northeast and through the southeast. Showers and storms continue, but the monsoonal flow now is being pushed more so into the south Padre um, in the south red hills of Texas and the panhandle of Texas and New Mexico, um, these showers now um, in New Mexico continue to make their impact. But now Arizona is getting a break. And so but the heat is on. So if you're in San Diego in the Inland Empire, anywhere from Palm Springs, Cathedral City, outdoor the border, um, Prescott and Lake Havasu, Arizona, uh, those areas are going to be experiencing extreme heat in the daytime, anywhere from 115 to 120 Fahrenheit degrees Fahrenheit but it's gonna be hot all across California so if you're up into the San Joaquin Valley up to Hatchapi Pass east of Lancaster um, all the way up through the San Joaquin Valley once again Fresno Bakersfield if you're up through even in San Francisco is gonna be approaching mid 80s degrees uh, Fahrenheit which is pretty rare for this time of year um, if you're in the Willamette Valley of Oregon if you're east of uh, Seattle into Spokane and the stovepipe of Iowa, I mean, um, Idaho, excuse me, all these areas are going to be uh, having excessive heat, warnings or watches or heat advisories for excessive heat that's going to be continuing to build, courtesy of a ridge building in the west there. So uh, this is just the beginning. This is going to last through Wednesday or Thursday of next week. So be prepared. Stay hydrated. Um, if you haven't get any workout, stay indoors. Don't go hiking in any of the trails above Phoenix Mountains there at South Mountain, Camelback, uh, you know, all those mountains. Um, are going to be closed during the, during the height of the heat between uh, 11.30 a.m. And, and 5 p.m. So you want to stay indoors and work out there if you're in one of those areas there. Um, now, showers and storms will continue to make their impact from Amarillo, Texas, down through the Red River Valley there, just south of, uh, just north, excuse me, of Dallas-Fort Worth and in Lawton, Oklahoma. And uh, elsewhere, it looks to be pretty clear. We had the Bermuda High dominating to the east out in the Atlantic. That's bringing some showery weather and storms from Fort Lauderdale to Miami to Cape Coral, down through Naples, Florida, and Lake Okeechobee, Florida. We also have some showers that may delay the launch. So if you're interested in going out there to see Artemis launch, I know it's been delayed once again. It may be delayed again. There's only a 60% chance that this thing is going to take off from Cape Canaveral there. Showers are coming in from the northeast, it looks like, So uh, due to this high pressure. So once we get that type of fetch, clouds and showers may come in at any time during the launch window there the two-hour launch window so be prepared for that um for that to be delayed again possibly um in the next couple of days here so i just want to give you a heads up on that that's our national picture now going back to the tropics here courtesy of the national hurricane center we have three areas of interest in the atlantic ocean basin okay the first area of interest is so far away the third disturbance is well uh to the northeast uh, so, yeah, as well to the west of the Azores Islands here, about a couple hundred miles to the west, 850 miles west-southwest of the Azores Islands, okay? This one has a high chance, though, of development, 80% chance of development there. And this is actually associated with coming off with a, uh, a sort of a broken trough or a front. It broke away from this piece of energy that's phased away from. So this could become our next tropical depression or it could become a storm, Danielle. We'll see which one becomes tropical storm Danielle first. Now, the second one, I think, has a better chance. 
Uh, this disturbance, uh, uh, the first disturbance has a better chance. This one is a 60% chance of formation. This one is about, oh, about uh, 500 miles east, southeast of Barbados in the Windward um, of the Leeward Islands, okay, excuse me. And uh, this one does remain favorable. The National Hurricane Center gives it a 48, in 48 hours, a 60% chance, and in five-day total, gives it an 80% chance of development as it makes its way, uh, moving its way slowly west-northwest on the, on the coast. Uh, you know, Labor Day is coming up here, but this storm looks to be curving out the sea, guys. But it will become, it might become a named storm. I believe that it will make it to a named storm. You only need a minimum of... Uh, 38 miles 39 miles an hour for it to be a tropical storm it can get that even though it doesn't have a great close low circulation right now i believe the conditions are favorable for that to happen so we will looks like we will get danielle but it won't be in the month of august um so we had no tropical storm named tropical storms in the month of august this has been 65 this has been almost 70 days 68 days 69 days since we had a named storm other than tropical storm colin which was barely a tropical storm uh you know officially so uh, but looking at the system, we could have Danielle, and then we could have our next name system coming in. We could have two systems coming in September here um, as well um, for us here. So I just want to check on that. I forgot the name of the uh, the E-name storm. I'm going to look it up for you real quick here. And uh, what we have here is I'm going to give the name of the E-storm. So we could have Danielle by Friday, as I said before. And then what we could have now is Earl. So we have Earl and Fiona next. So we could have Earl coming in here on, uh, on the next loop here so danielle could be as early as tomorrow let's see today's wednesday so th about thursday afternoon we could have danielle up in the northern atlantic but that's going to be a non-factor non-landfalling and then we could have earl which is disturbance one that everybody's watching east of the leeward islands um that could be coming in by let's say not friday but let's say by saturday saturday because it's going to take a day or two for it to come in and get because it's getting better organized here i want to show you the loop of the satellite here guys and looking at the satellite here, you can see there's more convection, but it still lacks that convection around the quarter. As you can see around the low here, let me let me play it one time and slow it down right here. You can see the, the convection is sheared to the east and the southeast. The main convection core is sheared to the east and the southeast, and then also in the northwest quadrant you see here. So there hasn't been any banding features yet that you typically would see in a tropical storm or hurricane, right? So there's no banding, number one, uh, and there's no central colds close low circle of, uh, at the surface now as it gets closer i imagine the national hurricane center is going to send out their team the invest team of course the two planes that we know so frequently know the gulf stream and the other jet uh plane to go out and do the investigations of this system as it gets closer to the leeward islands so you can anticipate that coming in probably on saturday morning uh those data coming in from that right now um, right now, this is what we're looking at. So you can see that's one of the things, the structural problems with the system right now. The dry air has eased up somewhat in front of it up here. So that's why the National Hurricane Center has upped the chances of development for this thing. And also the wind shear is going to be relaxing apparently. And so that's what's going to help it develop more stronger too. Now, if it slows down, it could be stronger than this. It could even get the hurricane strength, technically a category one hurricane strength um, as it passes closer to Bermuda. But that's well above the, that's well out of the outside of the 72 hour window. And so I don't like to make any predictions above 70 hours because you know the models get uh funky after three or four days you know it's less reliable as we all know so i'm not telling you to you know set in stone but just know that there's a chance that this could be could become our first hurricane of the year 
Um, even though it may not make landfall anywhere, it's going to be in the middle of the Atlantic. And even Bermuda may not even see tropical storm winds out of this thing, depending on how close it gets, because Bermuda is only 21 square miles long. And the center of this thing may pass well to the east, 60 miles or maybe 100 miles to the east or 200 miles to the east. So they may not even get tropical storm winds out of this thing or rain. But they may get beneficial rainfall, which they need, because they don't have a way of collecting rainfall other through the roof, uh, water, limestone roofs that they collect in the tanks, just like most islands. Okay, So look at the system again once again. Uh, looking at the system once again, guys, we need a cold, cold center low, which we could get uh, probably on Friday, not tomorrow, but on Friday if the system can get its act together, uh, we'll see that, and they'll get a tropical depression, then it'll get a name. But the other system, as I told you before, number three, the disturbance number three, well up in the North Atlantic here near the Azores, that one will probably get a name tomorrow, and it'll be uh, tropical depression, then it'll be Danielle, tropical storm Danielle, but it'll be moving away from the uh u.s bermuda any azores won't be anywhere just be a, a shipping marine interest type of storm then the last interest is out here just to the um just to the east of the cabo verde islands or the cape verde islands here this one's given a 40 percent chance of development it just came off the african coast here of um senegal here and it's moving past the cap cabo cape verde islands here it has the potential to become a short-lived tropical depression the next day but after that the system uh, is just going to be falling apart because it's going to be moving in unfavorable cooler waters the upwelling of already of the system the tropical wave that passed before it and this latitude uh that the saharan dust and the latitude of this system where it's at it's just not favorable for development so that's the latest on the tropics there um on that that disturbance there that's been given the 40 percent of chances so so um it's going to become conditions are going to become unfavorable for development so that one's going to be dying off so we have all of that there the eastern pacific we have a disturbance out there that has an 80 percent chance of development that one will become a next name storm by tomorrow 300 miles west southwest of manzillo mexico um, it's going to better organize, and then it's, it's going to be get a name tomorrow, depression, and a storm tomorrow by tomorrow afternoon. So that one's pretty much guaranteed. And then the Central Pacific, Hawaii looks great. Uh, just a bunch of waves passing well to the south of Hawaii. Everything else looks clear. A little bit of a swell to the northwest, good for the surface there as the swell continues in. But nothing, no tropical cyclones are forecasted for Hawaii for the next five days there. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been your Weather Guru Report. Please be sure to subscribe. Thank you for your support. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.